Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. My name is Carl and tonight I am joined by three members of my firefighting family. I have Todd. Hello. I have Scott. Hello there. And I have Ash. Hello. And uh, we are about a week behind, I think. We didn't release. We didn't release. Yeah, didn't release last week. You still have the Lurgle. I do, but it's going away. It's just like an annoying cough now. But you get dry cough. Dry cough? Yeah. Almost? Yeah, there you go. A little fever. Yeah. A little fever. Yeah. yeah. Some diarrhea. Ah. <laughs> Gross. It's all right. Um, it was in that seat, so. Um, so <laughs> tonight we are, uh, we're going to talk about uh, some firefighter training games that we try and do every year. Um, there's a few that we go through. And uh, again, on that kind of vein of just trying to keep training fun and keep it interesting and being able to... Be, Todd's having a tap. <laughs> being, uh, being able to go through and, and do things that are fun and just bring everyone together. Yes, training skills and tactics are obviously important, and we do those. A lot of those are incorporated into these different games that we do, and uh, it's a good way to, to keep it going. You right there, Todd? That's fine. So let's, uh, let's start off with the relay race that we did recently and we'll, we'll kind of move on from there so who wants to pick that i guess it's what kind of brought this up right was we did which was two weeks ago yep yep um yeah we were trying to find something to do because it was one of those um uh, practice nights, where it was like nights a, but yeah it was like a one-off night because it, it just didn't fit in with the rest of the training so we did uh we actually had to do some rookie training so took them aside and that left the rest of the crew um, open to do some stuff, so we did uh, hydrant hydrant relay, mm-hmm. um, and I actually Ash ended up running it. Uh, yeah, it was it was the, pretty sweet. And the other officers. Mm-hmm. So we got a couple other officers in there: Chief Bob, uh, Deputy Chief, other officers. Uh, we came up with uh, I think three three or four locations in town. Uh, it was, um, it was five, four or five, four or five. Yeah, that's right. Five, five, yeah, she's from five. You're right. Yeah. Um, and uh, so each location had a hydrant, and then at the end of the night, we all went and threw a couple ladders on a two and a half, three three story building just for the sake of doing it. Um, just try to round round off some skills. But the actual relay race of it was um, fill up each truck, hit each hydrant, so pull up. The moment that the air uh, the air brakes are set, your timer starts. So you have to hop out, um, flush the hydrant. Hook up two uh, gate valves, run a line to the truck, hook up a um, hose clamp, pull off a pre-connect, spray water. So whatever steps happen in whatever order, as you should be on any call, obviously you're going to start spraying water first. So that's, you know, you get somebody off the side, pre-connect off, spraying water, great. While one or two people are hitting the hydrant, um, it was a short pull. A couple lengths come off the back as you're hitting the hydrant. Um, so we were pretty heavy on manpower. We ended up having five or six even on a truck. So um, a couple couple of the crews were able to do it uh, with a little bit extra manpower. But cheating. it didn't. It's known as cheating, right? Carl, you got more Carl's people. crew was not on. Hang on a minute. We technically won. But right. I think everybody getting back won. into this. Everybody won. I thought you lost. Everybody was winning. Don't you dare! <laughs> Don't you dare ever take that stance. I wasn't, I wasn't a winner. Everyone's I was, a I winner. Wasn't going to test. Yeah, <laughs> there's winners and losers. Everyone doesn't right. become a winner. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> what about the people on the water tender? 
What about the people on the island? They only had three. They only had three. So, they're on the water tender. <coughs> We're not getting into this. I'm just telling you. Oh, we are. I feel like I won. <laughs> I won. My crew won. Right. But continue. Hmm. <laughs> Sometimes if you have more people, it becomes more of a gong show because people, there's a, there's an extra person that's not normally yeah. on the truck and now what's his role? Because now he's going to yeah. be like, he's going to be yeah. trying to help. He's going to yeah. be like Ralph Wiggum. I'm helping. Right. But he's he's not going to be that guy on the rigs from yeah. that video. The guy, the, yeah, the guy, guy on the rigs just walking doing nothing. <laughs> I, think, I think we all know that every single person would have been doing something. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Carl's, I'll tell Carl's you. crew lost. Carl's crew <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it that obvious? Yeah, Carl's crew didn't win. I'm sour. <laughs> Just Get your there. participation yeah. Yeah. by seconds, though. Mm. Gets yeah, it was country. it was really tight. So, mm. um, you know, it really brought the crew together. Um, the teamwork, the camaraderie was next level. It was a super fun night. Um, you know, like fast isn't always good. You, you miss steps, you kind of shit the bed if you're like in a big, big rush. Um, but you, when you're doing something like this, you, you have to put time to it or else people are just going to doggle or it doesn't matter. So you make it into a game, you, uh, you know, put a prize at the end, whatever that might be. Uh, we, we, we had, uh, had some prizes once we got, got back to the hall. Um, the winning team with the extra manpower... Uh, they got a little bit extra, but everybody kicked so much ass. It's uh, like I said, everybody was a winner. Slow, smooth, smooth is fast, right? Interesting. Yeah. You probably don't know this, Carl. We actually didn't. We weren't going to make it into a game until about five minutes before practice. Yeah. Because five minutes before practice, I started thinking, I'm like, people aren't going to take this out seriously. Mm-hmm. You go out and say. And then I remember you actually. What was it? couple weeks ago you guys were having a competition or something that we were for the hidden hydrants when oh. we were doing our so when we were doing the all of the training we were going through all oh, of right, the, right. the sheets right like our, our annual sort of research, yeah, yes. research. Yeah. Yeah. so actually we I, I started thinking about that when I was driving to the hall for a practice night and I'm like wait a minute we should make this into a contest put some incentive on on the back side of this oh, right yeah. so Dr. Ash and the mm-hmm. chief and the deputy chief and they said yeah so it, and it actually paid off by having people stationed at each hydrant because typically what we have done in the past is have one of the officers ride in the truck with the other guys. And then they're supposed to go hit the hydrant. And now some um, some of the officers are more like lenient, I guess, than the others. And they're more like, yeah, we'll hit one hydrant, maybe two, and then maybe drive around for a bit. Yeah. Well, this was like, no, you have to come to every every hydrant mm-hmm. around around town where the, where the five officers are posted. And then it didn't really matter if one officer might have been more lenient on the guys. Because overall, the score was uh, yeah, total. Yeah, it balances out. An average, right? For sure. Yeah. So, um, mm. yeah, I think it worked out well. I really, what was it, a minute? Yeah, um, our average time worked out to be um, two lengths off the back, uh, clamp applied. Um, two lengths off the back for the hydrant, right? For the hydrant, correct. <laughs> Pre-connect pulled, uh, clamp applied, spraying water all in. Water supplied to the truck in a minute and twelve seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Super fast, but I mean, like it's by the end of the night, like, oh, yeah. by the time they had to dial in, we yeah. were <laughs> boogieing hard. Yeah, it there was, was no dawdling. It was like the truck literally because as soon as you heard those air brakes, <laughs> doors open, guys falling over each other, Brett slamming the door on me. Like it was, it was chaos. It was chaos, like but chaos. it was. Yeah. <laughs> It was, a, <laughs> it was that smooth, beautiful, like everyone knew their space. They knew what we were grabbing, right? Like, and every time we get back in the back of the truck and then there'd be that conversation piece. Because one thing that we didn't mention here 
is that every time we did this, oh, right. we you rotated. Yeah. So yeah. everyone then gets to do that yeah. job mm -hmm. that the other guy did. So you're just kind of switching one seat, switch one seat. Yeah. So as you're going through those steps, the guy in front of you was like, okay, I found this a little bit quicker. Mm -hmm. Try this. Make sure you do this. Okay, this is where I put the coupler head. Do you know what I mean? Like there was exactly. those, so you're having those talks on the way there. You're kind of slowing sure. down on the way to the next stage so you can have that conversation before mm -hmm. you get there. And catch your breath. Yeah. So I think it was, well, actually might have been your guys' crew. Um, and like we talk, talked about this afterwards as well. Um, we always talk about moving with a purpose, but don't run and don't yeah. burn yourself out. I mean, the way that we were doing it, People were bagged. Like, it's crazy. Doing all of this in, in a minute and change. Uh, it was beautiful. It was great. People, especially, like you say, by the end of the night, it was just boom, boom, boom. Things were happening smooth, fast. But after you guys left my hydrant, it was like, oh, let's just get in the truck for a minute and relax. Like, yeah, well, you were the final You were the final stop before we hit the ladder throw. Exactly. So that was, you, were, you were number mm -hmm. five. So we had rotated yeah. through that five times five from John. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think that we would be in any reality moving that fast. Um, dial it back a bit. You know, don't burn yourself out just to get water to the truck. The truck's rolling with a lot of water to start with. Um, be methodical. Be be quick. But, uh, oh, man, <laughs> watching you guys roll out. <laughs> watching the first truck roll out was pure comedy. Um we had, uh, Dennis was actually driving the, the first go around and they come around the corner on station and it was just to the wood coming towards me. I don't think they fully understood, like... The test doesn't start now. Yeah, like, like where the stopwatch started. So, so they're like, come, they're coming in hot. And I come over, stopwatch starts the moment you guys hit the air brakes. Okay. Yeah, it's like Carl says. All doors open, everybody's bailing out, and it took them, so they were the crew with the extra man, and uh, there was a little bit of that, of just like trying to find your spot, uh, and it, it definitely took them a stop or two to get everything home, but that's where you learn how to be fast when it matters, so now they can work less hard and be quicker than they would have been prior to. Yeah. And, and conversely, I think on the other side of the coin, from what Rob told me, the first crew, the tender crew that arrived at his hydrant, mm -hmm. they parked, they got out, and they slowly sauntered up to him, and Rob says, the stopwatch started like 20 seconds ago, what are you guys doing? What? The stopwatch has started 20, now 30 seconds ago. <laughs> oh! <And> then they, <laughs> anyway, they yeah. just threw their time away off. <laughs> yeah, they, they were definitely the slowest crew. Um, but I mean, their their setup is a lot different as well. Yeah, they're not manpower. Yeah. But I mean, they're doing one one, one donut roll and. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It was yeah. it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It yeah. was good. Luck, I I say luckily for me, like uh, my truck was mainly black hat rookies. Mm -hmm. It was me it was and black hat rookies, and they I'll tell you, man, <laughs> they crank it out yeah. like they just they boogie that was and they good, know what they're a, doing. A good truck of workers. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was solid. It was really good. But again, it's like you said, the, the bigger portions to it come down to that camaraderie section. Mm -hmm. You all going through the same thing, um, having those things like, because JP was on there as well with us. JP had, yep. had hurt his back a little bit, kind of a little evening before. So there was a couple of things he couldn't do, but he was still, man, like he, he just right wanted to be that yeah. time. Because he wanted to push it. At first he's like, ah, I might not take part in tonight. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. no, no problem. He was all. Like he was in. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So, oh, competition. Of breath, I think too. Like both yeah, of them yeah, were. Oh, yeah. They were both kind of lamed up, and they both got on the same truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they kicked. Yeah, it didn't uh, slow you guys down. At you all. know, and, and that communication in the truck. 
that's important too. It's like going to the call because that's really where you're going. You're going mm-hmm. to another call, right? Um, even last night, um, we were talking. Uh, we went to Todd's area for mutual aid, and even while we're driving in the truck, everybody's in the back chatting away, trying to you know talking about what we're going to do because you know doing it in your own area is totally different than than going mutual mm-hmm. aid because mutual aid you have no idea. Like you know, we've all been to the place that was on fire last night. But none of us have been in, I don't think any of us on a truck have been in the place, let alone doing a walkthrough, let alone yeah. in SCBA mm-hmm. and under smoke conditions. Yeah. So we're having a discussion, yeah. um, you know, where we're going to park, what we're going to do. Uh, they, they got a slight different hydrant set up there. You know, some things are different. Um, what radio frequency we're going to be on, all that stuff's happening. But it happens naturally because we're, the guys are used to doing it mm-hmm. in the truck regularly all the time. Um, I mean, it turned out to be nothing. Well, not sorry. It turned out to be nothing on our side, but yeah, the guys, the guys end up having a handle on it pretty quick. But our low manpower is really good for them to call that mutual aid right away. Yeah, but yeah. I was going to say like that repetitive um, skill development that you guys did in those scenarios, like you just mentioned, it it's, it's hands down memory, yeah. the best way to to learn it's and just practice. Burned in, you can yeah, you burn it into, and then exactly what you said in the back of the cab, getting those conversations going, and by rotating those those members in the different positions. Now, everybody has a different skill set, a different mindset of what they need to do. So it's just, it's the best practical way to learn. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, completely agree. It was a it was a really good night. And then even when we got back to the hall, regardless of what truck you were on, then there's the conversations of, you know, hey, I beat you. No, yeah, right, like, like we did mm-hmm. at the beginning. Oh, yeah. This, right? It's that whole well, you kind see, of... you uh, take the piss. You do. <laughs> royally. You royally take the piss. <laughs> hang out together way too long. <laughs> I'm really catch it on. There you go. We'll have you speak in English in no time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that portion of it as well then continues on into the evening after practice where mm-hmm. everyone's having that social aspect and, and, you know, going through those things. We talked about what we did, how we did it, and the methods that we found quickest with other teams just mm-hmm. laughing and joking around while we were waiting for the burger. You know, like it was it was fun. And that just builds camaraderie even better. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it was, that was a really good night. Like a lot of people stuck around. Uh, when you come off the back of a training or a fire call um, where people's like spirits are lifted like that, uh, like seeing everybody coming together, um, it's needed and was a, a practice that kind of came together out of nowhere and it was yeah it was awesome it was a lot of fun because mm-hmm. we've done similar practices before that like that weren't as much mm-hmm. fun but I, that definitely making it into that game mm-hmm. into yeah. that competition is, is mm-hmm. very important and I think adding the officers or people at those locations was a big key point in yeah. in yeah. making it work because yeah. again like you said you know it's some people will take it a bit more serious but when you turn it into a competition and then you add some accountability by making sure they have to go to certain locations it's got to be mm-hmm. done yeah. it's yeah. got to be done mm-hmm. so that was that was the first portion and then we ended up with the yeah so one thing I'd like to add is if you're doing it and you're in a, in a cold environment because <laughs> mm-hmm. this is one thing we had to figure out because we're like okay what hydrants are we going to hit and that night it was actually starting to, it was our first real Cold, cold freeze. Cold, I think the cold, next cold day, didn't it snow like crazy? Yeah, it did. Yeah, did. Um, yeah it snowed that night, right? <laughs> yeah, it did. yeah. So we were talking, okay, what hydrants are we going to hit? Because mm-hmm. obviously you can't hit every, you can't hit hydrants on main. everywhere. Yeah, this is yeah. a main street. <laughs> so we hit yeah, hydrants. I called it up last yep. night, eh? Yep. So we hit, we hit hydrants in areas where we knew the traffic was going to be limited or where we knew when we could flush into an area where it's going to like, yeah. like a field or something. Yeah. yeah. So keep that in mind if you're ever doing it. Yeah, that's a good, good point. Very good point. Uh, yeah, and then we finished off with the ladders at the kind of store location mm-hmm. and climbed up on the roof with the yep. um, 
the packs on and the hydrant. Uh, sorry. Hydrant. Um, with the apartment pack. With the oh, apartment with the pack. Nice. Yeah, Cleveland on the back. Right. Yeah. yeah, just to uh, you know, simulate if you had to get a hose line up there, um, drop drop a line over. Mm. Um, yeah, just... You know, again, kind of we we talked about it'd be nice to go throw some ladders because we haven't done that for a while um, on a high building because our, our burn building. building's not very high. So it was like yeah. I was like, yeah, we haven't really thrown a ladder on a on a building that's higher than mm-hmm. our burn building, which our burn building's only. I mean, you can hit the you can hit the one window with a roof ladder. Yeah. So it's like we want to get some extension on the extension ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just get get the guys going up up and down. It's, it's a different feeling when you're going up. Mm-hmm. Second story, third story. You know, I didn't. It, for me, and, and you know, I, I don't really have a thing with heights necessarily. But and you can't, you can't even move your head anyway. When you've got that, you've got your air pack on, and then you've got the line, the apartment pack over mm-hmm. that as well. So you've got your then Cleveland roll over that. You can't move your helmet back because the Cleveland roll is blocking it. You can't move it forward because the ladder's there. So you can't really see around mm-hmm. anyway. You're, you're just kind of step, 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 step. Oh, I'm on yeah. the roof. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the roof. Mm-hmm. It's just that getting back on the ladder yeah. with the apartment pack on is mm-hmm. really challenging because that counterbalance of of that kind of hose just balancing yeah. there. You've really got to be conscious of that because you're mm-hmm. like you said two two three stories up, one slip and you're you're gone. Two three stories right. down, and yeah. that's <laughs> real quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's super important too. Like I find there's a handful of us that are very comfortable on ladders going up high, carrying equipment and stuff. Um, but because we're so comfortable, we get complacent mm. and then you forget that when you're telling somebody else to go up, that may not be as comfortable Most as you. people aren't as right? comfortable. So yeah. then though, that's where you need that, that extra practice that's for really that. Good point. You know, cause we, I mean, I've climbed ladders sloppy and not the proper way to sometimes too, but then once you get that, that little off balance weight or something, or you're dragging something else up there with you, you, uh, you need to take a step back and remember your footing, just that extra yeah. little bit, and just the little things, right? Because it, it forced me. Mm-hmm. It forced me to climb that ladder like I was climbing it with a pack and a, mm-hmm. and a hose yeah. on my back. Because you didn't have another choice. That, mm-hmm. that, that extra weight that was pulling you back, you have to lean forward a little bit, make sure you've got every foot, make sure you've got every rung. Yeah, just that safety factor. But it was, it was good. It was a nice mm-hmm. way to end the evening. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should get you a Euro helmet, and then you wouldn't have that problem. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I think we've already ordered them. <laughs> right, Bob? Just for Bob. <laughs> just, just, just for me. Yeah, just for him. <clears throat> and then uh, there's, so we also do a similar kind of relay race, but in the sense it's more of a, it's the, <clears throat> the football game or <clears throat> soccer or whatever you want to call it. It's the, uh, the game of footy, but with uh, with hoses, which doesn't normally end up hitting the football. So let's uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, so that, that's not normally. Uh, the, I mean, that's more of a competition in that it's you get to soak the other guys. Yeah. Because um, we do it in August, we don't do it right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been going on for years and years and years, mm-hmm. long before I was ever training officer. I mean, you probably remember. I mean, maybe, yeah. yeah, I remember a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it just so happens that at one of the schools. We live. Uh, the hydrants are perfectly spaced on a nice um, long stretch, and then when the two trucks meet in the middle, it, they perfectly stretch into the field for the school. So, um, so basically, the same idea. The two trucks kind of square off, facing each other. <laughs> the hell is Ash doing? <laughs> He's topping it too. <laughs> <laughs> um, the two trucks basically face each other, square it off, and then uh, one of us stands in the middle and go, and they race towards each other. And then they stop at a certain point, and then the same thing, uh, the guys have to connect the hydrant, pull the line. The only thing is now once the line is pulled, 
the um, the competition part starts where you need water flowing because I, the rule usually is you can't flow water from your truck until the hydrant is hooked up and flowing water. A lot of guys cheat. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it basically ends up being sure. water. It ends up being a water fight, I think, in the end. Yeah. It does. Um, so the Face guys, pump operator. yeah, the guys face sure. off each other and then they they hose each other down. And we usually do that. We make them pull a Minuteman, make them connect to Cleveland, make them do a uh, Siamese. So make them do kind of the different hose lays. So every time they do a different um, round, it's a different. You're pulling a different way. Yeah, a different yeah. way. Um, yeah, we usually throw a ball in the middle just to make it look like we're doing uh, <laughs> a game of something. Yeah, the yeah. idea yeah. is that the ball is kind of, you're supposed to hit the ball as the other team and get it past the other guy's kind of goal. Yeah. But what ends up happening is the first person gets water, blasts the other guy with the inch and a half. From a distance. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, you know, we're 50, yeah. 60 feet away. We're not close. Sometimes. We're not, yeah. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it's again, it's a, it's a, it's a big yeah. thing. Oh, you're yeah. doing those fast things, but it's fun, and it, everyone looks forward to it. It's hot yeah, sure. when we do it. Um, a couple of things we found over the years. Um, one time I used, I used one of those big um, yoga balls. It was, it was like, oh, yeah. well, that one blast of the hose blew it in half. Oh, geez, really? <laughs> oh yeah, it ripped it right in half. I'm like, Ooh. That, so what actually works best is uh, one of the, what, it's like a medicine ball, but it looks like a, basically a basketball, mm-hmm. like a solid or hard rubber medicine balls those work well because they don't roll like they don't go flying through the air they roll at a good speed and uh, we actually played a game once at our training ground where um i don't know if you guys were all i don't know that was like super dangerous <laughs> because it was like rocks and debris oh yeah it was rocks <laughs> and debris and, and i i had uh i had 10 guys per side or something and i think we had two or three lines on each side out uh yeah and then uh, the officers were the people that were allowed to kick the ball. Everyone else had to uh, had to spray it with a hose, but the officers were actually allowed to run and kick it. So what was happening is, as the officers were running by, the uh, the firefighters were hitting the officers with the hose, knocking them over, wiping uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. their legs yeah. out as they're running by. So we're bringing this game back. Everyone's getting blasted. With rocks. <laughs> oh yeah, there's rocks flying everywhere. We're like, okay, <laughs> it was fun. We played it for uh, you know a good half an hour. Or so yeah, it's a you gotta. Change it up. <laughs> um, yeah. I know there's uh, a lot of departments have towers set up. Um, they have telephone poles, and they have a line in the middle, and they actually hang like uh, a barrel. Yeah, yeah. And then they shoot it back and forth, and they try to push back and forth. Oh, along the, oh, like yeah. along the wire. Yeah, I think uh, when we did our RTAC course, they had one of those um, barrels set up. I noticed. Did they? I think so. Can't yeah, and those towers. Is I, was paying, I was paying attention in the RTAC Yeah, you were paying attention to the medicine. Yeah, yeah, the uh, it, it's again, it's one of those ones you can do in the summer. Again, really good for team building. You're still practicing those key skills of hitting the hydrant, moving quickly, your different connections, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, it, it's still, it, you know, it, you get to blast your buddies with a hose, which yeah. is which is fun. And the people come out and watch. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We normally get with the neighbors and things. They all come out their house and and say out front and watch us. And, and then, uh, and then. Uh, the pumper pump operators start cheating. Like one guy will run over and and open the pump drain on another guy's pump, <laughs> yeah. and, or, you know, and, and, and hook something or do yeah. something while the other guy's looking the other way. And yeah, there's always some fuck credit coming. Just second rotation. <laughs> Absolutely, anything to win, and that's that competition side as well. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, you got, yeah. Well, that's that's good though, right? Because it keeps you on your toes. It keeps you thinking. Because even on that call that we had the other day, so we, we're now in the cold, colder weather, um, 
I was on a on the second truck responding to a out of control burn. So these these uh, people had a burn pile. Um, it started to get out of control. The smart thing was let's push the burn pile over the edge of their property, which is like a massive hillside. Oh, okay. I was trying to figure out why you guys yeah. went up there. Okay. It was like, like what? Wasn't in town yet. Why would you do this? <laughs> right. So we got there first, and we were the second truck. Um, it was myself, uh, pump operator, and new Rob. So that was it. <laughs> Yeah, this is daytime, so, daytime call. Daytime call. Wildland yeah. fire in the middle of winter. It's kind We're of like, weird. this is going to be nothing, but like I'm looking at these guys, and like they wanted to go. And I was going to wait and see what, what, what we had. Like, out of control. It got into some trees was the way that it came in. Like, it's still pretty dry here. It was still yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely dry. So I'm like, ah, screw it. Let's, let's go with three of us. And that, which is basically a city department uh, yeah. everyday response. I'm like, we, we got this. And yeah, so we get there, and Ryan was on the pump, and Rob's like, man, like, pressure, pressure, pressure. And I look back, and the whole underside of the truck is just washed out. <laughs> so, the pump drain's open. Yeah. So I'm like, pump drain. He's like, what? <clears throat> pump drain. And this is a new guy, Black Cap. And he's like, I don't know what, what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, he has a pump in the winter. <laughs> so now I'm like, ripping back to the truck. I, I look over and Rob's like, ooh! <laughs> <laughs> all, all the pressure. Like, all the pressure. pressure. <laughs> I'm like, pressure down, pressure down. <laughs> Wait a minute. But, let's see what so he does. He's like, he's like, son of a bitch, I will never make that uh, mistake again. But that's why, like, so we laugh about the fuckery of, you know, open a pump drain, open this, that, or the other. It gets you thinking, right? Oh, yeah. And There's he hasn't worse. pumped in the winter ever, right? <clears throat> yeah. He's barely pumped, period. Like, he's yeah. skilled on the pump, but it was kind of his first sort of step into it under, under pressure. Yeah. Per- yeah, there's there was literally zero pressure, but it, it looked like it could have been something. If it started to spread along that hillside, it could get into a mm. lot of shit, right? Mm. So, yeah, it was. Uh, he's like, I will never make that uh, mistake again. I'm like, mm. perfect. Can't ask for anything better. I'm sure you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing worse being on a pump if you haven't been on it for a while and something go wrong and, <laughs> and you're under that gun to, yeah. to try and fix it. That's why the practicing and that little fuckery like that. Yeah. It's great. It, Keeps it makes you really, really think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, mm-hmm. true. So normally, uh, and it's one of the ones that we kind of start the evenings off with when we do these sorts of things, is the the hydrant, uh, sorry, the um, hydrant hunt or the address hunt. So mm-hmm. that is the radio room and we have somebody in the radio room calling the trucks calling out different addresses and then we use either the technology in the trucks to find those or we use or local mm-hmm. knowledge right yeah um, to be able to do those things it it helps because again yeah there's a lot of people that have been in town for a long time there's a lot of people that know the streets but maybe people from me for example i never paid attention to street names mm-hmm. before until it was fire department time right like so I didn't really think about it. Yeah, this helps ingrain those streets to you, right? Like where well, you know sure those things yeah. are. Helps well, you. And we get try it. to find like when we're doing, when we're setting up for the night, we try to find streets that you guys wouldn't necessarily know. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I think it was around there's a Princess Street. Like where mm-hmm. where's that? Where's where that? Yeah. Been, like people are like, what? We even have that in this town? Where's yeah. Salamander? Yeah. <laughs> like right. <laughs> we, we we're there. Is that right by my house? Salamander? No. He might be Oleander. Salamander? Yeah. It's down by 
And this is why we do the address. Oh, I'm thinking of the other one. Never mind. I'm thinking of a different name. Thank you. I am responding. The other S name. But that, you know, so that I'm born and raised here. Same, right? But they changed the friggin' street names twice. But they changed the friggin' street names. So it comes back to, like, the Andrew K. Oh, it's down by... Old man McGinty's place. He hasn't lived there for 28 years. Yeah, his wife got a divorce once 20 years ago. These are like the street markers that you learn, right? Yeah. So that's great until we get, you know, dispatch coming over. Like, this address. As officer, when you're going there direct, like, oh, yeah, I think, shit, I think I know where that is. Damn it. Map, map, map. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's way better at nighttime when it's like, okay, I kind of know where that is. I can get there whilst hitting the iPad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, freaking streets, man. So even those little address chases hold a lot, a lot of value. Because if you're in the truck, even as an officer, like we should know where we're going before we leave the truck bay. You shouldn't be pulling out and... And we turn it left or right. Making a guess, like, where am I going, right? But a lot of times, you'll you'll kind of have the idea of where it is. Like, all of our street names are kind of grouped. So you know if you're in, in this section of town, it's this type of name. So you you should be able to figure out where you're going, maybe not the actual street. So you can start responding towards that section of town. But you've got four other people that have knowledge of town with you. Mm-hmm. So use those 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 people use that uh, resource and then hopefully if you're not sure you're going to have a duty officer or the chief that hopefully will be there first as well that can pinpoint you exactly where you have to be i never find the in town to be too hard it's always the when we hit start hitting rural because they got weird yeah. and there's weird names that just pop up and you're like i never heard of this place yeah and, and we don't go there enough <clears throat> like they, you know you never go out in the middle of mm-hmm. um, i find the rural too it's hard because because you're not out there as much depending on where hydrants stop yeah. Or they're more mm-hmm. distant apart. Mm-hmm. It's harder to remember where those little key locations are. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, is this one closer or is that one past it closer? Like, yeah. Which one are we gonna grab? Are we gonna be doing a insane fucking hydrant lie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you gotta know like, is this yeah. hydrant uh, effluent hydrant or is right. this hydrant? Because yeah. we have those. Mm-hmm. Um, or is this hydrant like does it have bad pressure? It would be better just to go down and then go yeah. go a little bit farther and get a better pressured hydrant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We we don't have any hydrants that are out of service. We used to, but not anymore. Right now, we do though. Mm-hmm. All, all of our, all of our purple hydrants. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So currently, I've had, one thing that we always end up doing is um, when we do our hydrant chases or hydrant chases, address chases. We make sure the crew, when they go there, they call the address and the closest hydrant location. Right. Uh, and then, if it's uh, like an industrial type building, we make sure that we make them actually get out of the truck and identify where the gas shut off and stuff is. Like right. so just, right. yeah, just a little idea. added extra yeah, really thing. Because yeah. I mean, I've gone to. A couple of those chases, and you get there to the school. Oh, yeah, I, I, I've been here a million times. Gas is over in this corner. Mm-hmm. Walk over by the tree. Oh, shit, it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, out you go, do your little walk, and, mm-hmm. and it's it really helps. But I remember the one time I uh, I went around and I put markers on, like, they had to actually grab something. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that might be something we go back to, like, we... Like you know, Fear yeah, Factor stuff. Yeah, and the middle, yeah. you had to grab the tank. <laughs> like, uh, or, uh, what's sure. it, um, yeah, like Amazing Race, where you got to go around and you actually have yeah. to physically... So you have to do a 360 the building, grab something. Got a roadblock. Fuck. There's a relay race. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Back in Trina, do a lot of code through driving around town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just more, more training development. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's another really, really good one uh, to do. And again, we we normally start off some of our larger scenarios with that. And the reason we do that is then the training team have a little bit of extra time to get over to the training ground, finalize, set some fires, whatever we're going to be doing for the evening there. It helps give them the 20 minutes or so to be able to get that rolling so that when we actually show up for mm-hmm. the scenario at the location, everything's <coughs> already kicking Lesson. off, right? It's already happening because the guys have had that extra time to do well, it. Unless some assholes park right down the street. Yeah, or industrial yeah. Area. <laughs> I was going to say, and it's also meant to spread the trucks out. Yeah. So it's yeah. Meant, to, meant to send the trucks. Like, we try to be like, okay, this is a auto X scenario tonight. So we're going to keep the rescue truck close to the middle of town, close to the training ground. So its addresses will be close. And then the engine will be out in the rural area. So that way it should space them out a little bit more. Makes them uh, a lot more realistic when you're actually staggering on spots, scene, right? Yeah. Except yeah. when we cheated the other day and parked, under, parked on the street. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, half of that was I, semi-planned. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to park that close. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, the, like the one in the summer you guys did with when the tender showed up first, you're like, get out of the way, tender. Yeah. Yeah, he had gone back with multiple yeah. patients <laughs> and the tender's on scene first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're just going to flush this whole hillside with all of our water. <laughs> yeah. We'll just roll them downhill to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah perfect. So yeah, that's another another really good one, and again, can be incorporated into other things. One of the ones that I think we we may have touched on previously, and uh, Rob's going to kick himself for not being here for this one because Rob's a big a big board game nut. But it is uh, it is the board game night, and um, we do this with I can't remember the, the name of the game Flashpoint. Flash yeah. So we use yeah, the board game well. Flashpoint, and we we have two of them, two different, exactly the same boards, exactly the same game in mm-hmm. two different rooms. Yeah. You want to take it from there? <coughs> Yeah, we talked about this. Anyways, we did pretty <laughs> at some point. Um, many, many. This is one thing I want to do. Yeah, like ah, I haven't done awesome. it yet. Yeah, like so. Yeah, we had and, and people do different ways. There's different ways to do this. They've uh, some people have drawn pictures. I've heard like you describe something without saying it's a mm-hmm. picture of a duck. No, okay, you have to draw uh, up in this corner. There's this. There's a you know. This, yeah. So there's there's that. Um, but we just took it a little bit, bit different because Rob had this board game called Flashpoint. And it's a firefighter board game where you, um, it's not a competitive board game. So if we were playing together, we'd actually be playing as a team. team. So our object is to put out the fire. So Rob and I were looking at that and we're like, oh, we could turn this into a, into a communication night. Mm-hmm. So what we did end up doing, yeah, we have uh, on one, in one room we have five or six firefighters. And in the other room we have two or three officers. And the officers can see the where the patient, where the victims are, but they cannot see where the fire is. Mm-hmm. The firefighters can see where the fire is in the board game, but they cannot see where the patients are. So the without giving grid patterns, because there's grid patterns on this board game, they can they can say in the living room. The officers can say in the living room there is a a, a victim, and then they have to go. And then now the officers have to go in, or the firefighters have to go in and find the victim in the living room. But then they have to radio back, and this is all over radio. They have to radio back to the officers and say, we've run into fire, we're going to put it out, and then they have to roll and all that kind of stuff. So, And then as the night progresses, uh, parts of the building start to collapse. Um, at some point, if I think if, if they rolled a couple ones in a row or something, um, a guy would become... Oh, no, sorry, if the firefighter got burned and he went, like, fire hit him, they'd be downed, and then now the officers have to activate RIT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now there's a RIT team that has to come in. It was a good uh, communication. Like they, you just get some used to communicating over radio. Yeah, um, we, we'll probably do that again some other day. Yeah, someday soon. Yeah, 
I think the good thing that like you said with that there is that communication piece. And we always talk, obviously, about trying to make the radio traffic as little as possible or strict and concise, just making sure that what you're saying is important if you're right. going to say it at all. And having that, the, the two games, two different rooms, officers running one side, firefighters in another, and then having that communication back and forth without seeing each other allows everyone to then not only get used to the radio equipment, but also that, okay, how are we going to relay the messages and the instructions that I need done? Right. For these guys to be able to understand it, it's it's fun. It's a good one. That's blast. Can be done, you know, on one of those off nights where. Is it was one of those cold night ones where it was like it's like minus <laughs> minus twenty and we're like, uh, as much as we like training outside, <laughs> we also like being warm. <laughs> Get the people comfortable talking on the radio too, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of people we take for granted that, you know, may never talk on the radio at all. Right? Mm-hmm. They'll, like they'll carry a radio with them, but then they'll end up throwing it in their jacket and they're going to be in the attack team or something yep. but they're not super comfortable talking on it mm. and we all know you know when they start talking and pushing the button and you miss that whole first half of the communication right so that's key yeah no one understands me so I don't bother well no never no. <laughs> they're just like what what fish and chips what Bangers and masher on fire. Um, <laughs> the other one that we do is uh, the airbag maze. Now we have done a video on this, the stabilization mm-hmm. maze. Um, that's another. It's a, it's a bit more intensive, just for the fact that you need to build a prop. Yeah. Um, it's not difficult to do at all. Anyone can can build one of these things. It's just wood pallets, basically. Um, Yours is heavy as hell too. Yeah, we purposely, oh, yeah. we purposely went heavy just so guys wouldn't cheat. Yeah. I think ours is like 800 pounds or something it's ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, you we can use make the high up to move it. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can make it out of pallets, probably. You can make mm-hmm. it out of. Uh, I've seen you guys make it out of concrete block before. No? Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. Cause, cause you want a little bit heavy so the lift bags uh, the, the actually do some more interesting Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, what's ours? It's a, it's a rig, rig mat. mat. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So let's, let's just talk into that for. For a few minutes, just to explain what we do. There. Yeah, so basically, we made it into like one of those marble boards. Um, it wasn't by any stretch of the imagination our idea. It was I uh, saw it on uh, saw it on a firefighter Facebook page once. Um, now I see a lot of people have them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a big marble maze, um, two by fours, um, and a bowling ball, a five pin bowling ball. So if you're American, I don't know if you have a five pin bowling. <laughs> Is that five pin bowling on there? Uh, I don't know. Huh. Anyways, the bowling ball works best because it's it's uh, heavy and it and it's actually a good size for for yeah. in there. Um, you could probably use any ball, but I think a bocce ball would probably work. Yeah, a bocce ball would work great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only, I think the only unique thing we did was because uh, I didn't just want them to go around the maze. I actually wanted them to go uh, not just get used to going one place. So I actually, I took playing cards and I stapled playing cards around the uh, maze certain areas uh so, so like i think it was like yeah all the not, not all the, not 52 cards but mm, good to make like, like ace to king like the whole rules mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so uh what we do is then we uh, officers or trainers on one side of the or the, you get the crew they flip over a card mm-hmm. like they have another stack of cards they flip over a card whatever card that is that's where they have to go to on the maze so it could be all the way across. It could be right next door. You can also play it where, hey, let's try, let's try to build a, like a poker flush. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do a flush. Or, and it takes a long time to get around using lift bags. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, I think sometimes it just ends up being, can you get from here to there? Because <laughs> it's, yeah. but can you get to from the ace to the king? Not just uh, go around this maze. Yeah. yeah. 
It's good too. Like, so again, getting guys that are comfortable placing the bag, getting guys that are comfortable on the controls, and then learning where to put cribbing. Because everywhere that you put cribbing, there's going to be again that that uh, that's the secondary reaction for where that uh, crib goes. Mm-hmm. So if you place it in one spot and then you lift somewhere else, that balance points change. So you know, learning where all of that goes, every react or every action has a reaction. reaction. So it gets people thinking. Again, it's mm-hmm. not a car, but I mean, cars are square. Yeah, and they, part of the rules they, they move. Yeah. The rules were uh, for every inch um, of play, you have to you have to add a crib. So mm-hmm. basically just like you do in a real call. So mm-hmm. every time the guys would raise it an inch, they weren't just allowed to raise it a foot up in the air and make the, bo- and the ball roll. They had to go yeah. raise an inch, stick cribbing in, raise an inch, stick cribbing in. So it's yeah. getting them used to cribbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, again, it's another another fun one, one that can be done inside. Um, you can do it as, as a full training set, or you can have it, what we normally do is we have it as a station for the evening. So yeah. if we're going to be doing other things, that's one of the stations. As again, we've, yeah. we've talked about, we normally segment our groups into threes, especially with yeah. new COVID protocols, et cetera, et cetera. We have those three, four teams, and uh, it's good to then have that one like, set up in the hall and uh, you know, do something. Yeah, because if you get, again, if you get like 10 people, um, four guys will be doing Stand work them, right? and the rest yeah. will be watching. And then the guys that aren't comfortable with communicating to each other are just going to be standing off to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I think that's really kind of, it's really the majority, mm-hmm. I think. Anyone else got anything, I think? I know we don't do it. We haven't done it. But uh, Firefighter Jenga. I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mind, yeah. Right? <clears throat> you know, it's super easy. We have most of it just with our cribbing. Uh, you can put something together really quick. Get guys, you know, again, if it's minus 20. <laughs> Maybe you don't have access to cars, but you still want to get comfortable with with the uh, rescue tools, right? Mm-hmm. Really easy thing to set up, and uh, again, it's now a game, so there's a purpose to to you know doing well. So gets you comfortable, you're uh, you know out there building skills, but also it's a game. So well, and it, it gets you comfortable lifting that heavy piece of equipment, you know, shoulder with, height for a while with, with finesse, finesse, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And good cold weather activities, mm-hmm. right? Now we're getting into that shitty weather, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, that popped up in my mind the other day where I was, I was cleaning up a bunch of the lumber from, from our house. Mm-hmm. And same thing, I was looking at all these blocks and stuff. I was like, ah, I could make one, <laughs> make a drinking make game. Drinking <laughs> <laughs> it for myself. But then I thought, I, that one remembered, uh, mm-hmm. I seen it on somebody's Facebook feed about that as well, yeah. the firefighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Any more for any more on that? Cool. So those are some those are some ways that we do. Um, again, great team building exercises, great skill practicing. Really, like like Todd had mentioned there, kind of burns that into you. Just it's ingrained because you're doing that rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. You're doing it at speed. And again, if you can do something well at speed, you can do it phenomenally well just a touch slower. So again, with that, adding in, as we all know, adding in any sort of competition with a group of firefighters is yeah. instantly going to make it um, more fun. And uh, it's also going to make one hell of a night. So for sure. And by ro- rotating the crews the way you did in the different seats, that's... It just reinforces that communication. Like now they're they're not being forced to communicate, but they're willingly communicating, you know, hey, this worked better. Okay, yeah, I'm going to do this. And just gets all those conversations fluidly going in the back mm-hmm. of that truck, right? 
Yeah. He encourages it too, yep. is the big thing. And then, again, like we're, we're very open about the fact that we do that. Like the officer obviously has a vision. We have the commander's intent. But the firefighters in the back, they're making their own plans. Mm. It's only when big changes come in or we hear some new information that we then need to relay that back to the guys in the back. And then those conversations still continue with those people. Mm. So the, the onus is on the team to create the solution. It's not on the officer to tell them what to do always. There are situations Absolutely. where that changes, mm -hmm. but still, it's a good way of, again, just re-ingraining that. And like you said, Todd, that seat change, that positioning, mm -hmm. it's key. Yeah. It helps. You know, and it's not a bad thing pushing people, like, going faster than you should. Because, uh, you know, like, when it comes to shooting and stuff, if you're shooting, you know, shooting a bullseye every time, that means you're going too slow. So you're because you're 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 hitting it every time. So we you know we push people to shoot farther, and then now you now your pattern starts opening up. Okay, and then it starts coming out of the target. Okay, well now throttle it back a bit. But while you're doing that, everything's becoming you're becoming better and you're becoming faster. But you're not going outside of your your zone. So doing things at speed, and then oh crap, I missed something. I you know I I, I failed at this point. Okay, well then you went too too fast. Mm -hmm. Throttle back a little bit until you get that down, and then you can speed back up again. Yeah, and that makes everything smoother. Yeah. And again, <clears throat> slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we've got for this evening, boys. We want to roll into the shoutouts. You got anything? Uh, yeah, I think we should touch on it super quick. So, before our next episode, we're going to be coming up to November 11th. Yeah. Oh, it is before. You're right. Yeah. So a little bit different this year, obviously. Every Remembrance Day, um, we always get involved. Uh, we do a walk up to the uh, cenotaph and we place a wreath as as the group, uh, the chief places it. But we all, you know, we all march up and and we stand and pay our pay our respects and everything. And uh, this this year, it's going to be a private, uh, a private assembly of just a, a few of the locals um, and we're not going to be involved as firefighters this year which is going to be uh, well not as much like we're the chief still gonna the chief go. is still going to go uh, and I'm not even sure if he places a wreath he's just going for the ceremony right. um, and they were going to broadcast it over like do a, a live stream yeah. like um, the Carl's doing it Facebook Live <laughs> <laughs> he's basically a pro now it's happening man it's yeah. Happening. Um, but yeah so I mean either way um, it's something that we always I don't want to use the word look look forward to but it's a it's a, a really important thing that I always make make sure that I'm able to attend and this year uh, not being able to is going to be a bummer yeah so still blow the siren yeah absolutely <clears throat> yeah. yeah our siren I, I always I always kind of find it not funny it's like it's odd because during the during the two minutes of silence, we let off the giant raid siren. Mm -hmm. But it's also pretty cool because it reminds everybody. Because when you hear the siren in town, like for fires, it doesn't sound as much as it used to in the old days. Because mm -hmm. uh, we kind of have a set on certain timers, so it doesn't disturb the whole town. Mm -hmm. But when when it goes off on on November 11th, at a certain time, everyone everyone that hears it because it's going on for two minutes. Normally, it's about a minute. Yeah. So it goes on for two minutes. Um, it reminds everybody in town that. Uh, it's a moment of silence, so or yeah. two minutes of silence, and yeah. that's usually when the flyover occurs too. Yeah, it's usually Correct. When the flyover yeah. Occurs. <clears throat> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's a that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, other than that, I think, oh, we had our cash raffle again. Unfortunately, <laughs> we had to do it differently again this year. <clears throat> so if you have, uh, if you've been looking at the Facebook page over yesterday, we broadcast it, um, through our actual, our page for our department, but then we actually shared our skit. So normally every year we talk about, <clears throat> we do a skit of some sort, which is normally mocking things in the town, mm-hmm. situations that have occurred, um, in the in the world that everyone's kind of aware of, but normally focused on what goes on around here. Yeah, usually mock us. Yeah, as <laughs> <laughs> best we can. We didn't, we didn't do this. Time. We did this. Time, <laughs> this, show. this year was a bit of a rush, it, but it came uh, up though. <laughs> but, and it did. Yeah, we uh, we managed to get it done, um, but we obviously because of COVID and everything else that goes with that, we obviously couldn't do it in person. So we created some video content and got that out there as well. It so just happened to be about COVID. It mm-hmm. did just happen to be about COVID. So if you have uh, if you have some time. It's uh, 10 minutes, firefighter related. It's quite funny. Mm-hmm. and uh, Or at least we thought it was. And uh, <laughs> yeah, give it a minute and go check it out. You good? I think so. Okay, yeah. then <laughs> let's do Motus. Me? Yeah, sure. Sniper tool. Um, we got the rescue, the rescue wedges. What are they called? Are they called rescue wedges? Wedges. <laughs> the wedges. We got the we got the fancy wedges. Wedges. Yeah, wedges. wedges. yeah, we got the wedges in. Um, they're they're pretty sweet. I haven't got to use one. You use one on something, not wedging a. Uh, yeah, actually, on a uh, medical assist call, um, it was auto locked doors, and I was like, oh man, I was in the officer truck and. We got a bunch from uh, Moda sent to us recently. Thank you. And uh, big, big thanks to them. Absolutely. Um, But uh, they sent us a couple of black ones. And, like, black firefighter tools look super wicked until you drop them at night. And now you no no longer have wedges. They go. So I'm like, oh, the perfect spot for these tools will be on the officer truck. Um, You know, it's not going to be going right into the the shit. But they're still awesome Mm. tools, right? So... We pull up to this uh, building, and we had to assist somebody up some stairs uh, with uh, the elevator was out. So every door that closes behind you locks unless you have a key fob or whatever the deal was. And this guy didn't have his. We don't have ours. So you prop the door. I'm like, oh, man. So what you're saying is you helped somebody break into a building because <laughs> yeah. you didn't have a key fob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, I need help yeah. breaking uh, in. <laughs> Yeah. You got him through every door for sure. I even made <laughs> I, I even made a bit like I've, I've made leg of the issue as well because it comes in like this guy is non mobile. Okay, sweet. So we get there and like we're all like, okay, we're gonna have to help him move this. Da, 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 da. And he hops out of his car, like walks over to us. I'm like, what? Like this guy is mint. Like we're helping him. Kaiser Soze. Yeah, but. <laughs> He took like four or five steps and he was bagged. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way he was going up three plus flights of stairs. Right. Um, well, he so, was. It was just going to take him a long time. It was going to take him until tomorrow. The, the elevator would have been fixed. <laughs> yeah, the elevator would have been fixed. So yeah, it was. It definitely was uh, legit. Uh, which got us thinking about. Well, we just helped these couple patients actually get all the way up to the third story. Well, what if there's a call now? Like none of these guys are getting out. Yeah. So it made us think about that a bit, which is actually pretty cool. It's um, a lot of rescues that we do. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so we actually ended up using them on a uh... <laughs> right, Todd. Um, actually, ended up using a couple of their uh, wedges to wedge a door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I always carry wedges uh, with me when I'm working uh, my normal job as well because never used to. Uh, we usually we end up grabbing whatever is at the available the front door, like uh, if we're going into an apartment building or something like a pot or a chair cushion or whatever to prop the door open. Mm-hmm. Uh, but usually then, then you go through another door. So you usually need two wedges, especially mm-hmm. when we're doing layered response if I know the fire department's coming to assist. Um, now I just carry wedges and mm-hmm. throw a wedge down. Yeah. yeah. Not expensive ones because they usually get picked up by somebody else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for <laughs> but, sure. One thing I used to do in my <clears throat> other, other job years ago doing uh, some protection work, um, I used to carry duct tape with me. Right. So mm-hmm. when we, cause we're in arenas or, you know, in different places doing uh, concerts and stuff and I'd be like you know as we go yeah, as, latch, I'm, yeah, as I'm moving yeah. Um, band members through areas it's like we'd, we'd latch the we'd, I'd duct tape the door so at a glance it looks like the door's still locked and then we could blast through with uh, in a pinch and then as I leave I just pull the pull the duct tape mm-hmm. I had that and also I started bringing chalk with me to point <laughs> where we're going because every arena looks different right so yeah. uh, and I know firefighters do that in uh, mm-hmm. some, some areas right yeah, I've actually, I think from Ignition, when we got the snagger, and they, you know, I think Jason actually sent us a couple of little bits and pieces, and we've got those, the rubberized They're really cool. door yeah. ammo covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got one yeah. of those in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. I still got armor gear too, and mm-hmm. then they work It's basically, duct- it's well. basically the idea. Yeah. Of the duct tape idea, yeah. 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 yeah, that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah Mois, uh, if you would like to buy them, you can, and mm. you can get a small discount of 5% by using the code. DGFF5. Look at the ashes. Uh, ashes. <laughs> we can't trust you to do anything, Scott. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do uh, let's do ignition. Ash again, I guess. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so they make really good uh, uh, slipover covers, so you can uh, not latch a door. <laughs> but what they actually make is the uh, CRAC tool, the Seattle Rapid Access tool. Uh, awesome, and I actually pulled it out uh, on that call. I was like, oh man, this is going to be great. But no, of, it was a different call. It was a, it was a That's call. right, it was another one. Yeah, I, was it was on, uh, I was with you and I was laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is going to be the one. But instead of having just a latch plate, it was a full door plate. Yeah, the whole, so yeah. it didn't work. So I could have just used it to smash the glass. Yeah. But <laughs> I, launch I, I the did not. <laughs> yeah, it was actually on a, uh, it, it was another weird assist call. Um, was a, it was the one that you were just bringing up. Was that one? Yeah. yeah. Scooter assist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but it, yeah, it's the Seattle Rapid Access tool. Um, awesome tool for soft entry where you don't want to be smashing the glass or wrecking the door frame. Um, it's got a shove knife on it. It's got the... Uh, the carpenter square type type tool uh, that you can gain access without leaving the premises unsecurable when you leave. So we, uh, yeah, we, we've been playing around with it a lot. It uh, has a home on our force entry kit on the truck and on the officer truck. So yeah, it's a bummer I couldn't put her into use there. I was like, this is my time. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, uh, back to Modus for a second. What we were just talking about it last night because um, we're building a new engine new fire engine mm-hmm. and uh we were talking about how we have to find a we have to build a special rack for our hydrant yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely everybody loves it everybody yeah. loves it's it gold and even people like i think we have a lot of purists absolutely <laughs> and even they're like man that thing is smooth and fast like you don't want to like blast a hydrant open you can no. get like water shock and stuff but yeah, but, yeah i don't um, think you'd ever go that fast with that thing <laughs> yeah like it, it, it's still like you can go quick it says right on it like 
go slow because <laughs> mm-hmm. it is it's that smooth it works so great and it's already yeah like we need to have it where it's excessively accessible <laughs> some guys grab that first because they love it Absolutely. so if we go back to like a hydrant kit bag mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe that's the idea yeah a regular hydrant wrench it's a pain in the ass because you you always start by grabbing the bar mm-hmm. and then as soon as you get that pressure off then you end up kind of kind of sliding your <laughs> the heel of your hand mm-hmm. back around and kind of mm-hmm. rotate. that's what i do yeah, yeah. Just rotate my wrist around and yeah, yeah. spin it that way but. yeah have you mm-hmm. have you tried the, the hydro wrench yet uh we played with it when it first showed up yeah. at the hall there but that was it i haven't tried it yeah we no, should no. uh play it for... yeah we should mm-hmm. lend it to you you guys and let you play with it for a bit especially since it's yeah, tucked I, in the back I of ours right now see us buying a couple it'd be yeah. good yeah. to try yeah. they're awesome man they really are like yeah. it sold me that first time we, we put it on there like watching you guys use it for the video when we did the video content if you want to take a look in how that functions you can check it out mm-hmm. youtube and facebook but uh I, I hadn't used it. I had watched and recorded you guys using it. It wasn't until we did that training where we were yeah. doing the practicing of hitting the hydrogen. We were timing each other. It was like, man, the difference in time was yeah. huge. The effort involved was way less, yeah. way less. And the control that you had was mm-hmm. way more. Like yeah. it was just, it ticked all the right boxes. Mm-hmm. Is your um, truck still lost? No, actually not on that one. <laughs> that was a different one. Oh, a different one. Yeah, but was it not on the truck that you were on for the relay? Uh, I was on two. Yes, that's yep. right. So, but we were it? we were told we had to use the. Were you? Who said that? The other thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I told you that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Really? So you have to use the regular one. I had to because everyone else had to. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Use the tools. Are... Yeah, you think to. right? You think. Hmm. Yeah. Not cheating. You're not trying to. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, 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 we did some. We did some. Uh, yeah. We still lost. So. Um, oh, so we anyway, you. Oh, you heard it here. <laughs> lost. Well, yeah, because you guys made up different rules when we got back. Oh. <laughs> Ignition USA. Ignition USA. Yeah. So uh, GFF 2020. Check them out. Uh, they've got their Facebook, Instagram, their webpage. Uh, we've got uh, some of their videos linked on ours, and some of ours linked on there. So. Check them out. Indeed. Uh, so it's Stop the Bleed. StopTheBleed.org. Uh, go online, find out if there's any classes in your area. If not, go on our uh, Facebook and YouTubes. Check out the uh, content there. Um, important to carry a tourniquet with you, learn how to wound pack, direct pressure. Um, it's a pretty fun course. Make it fun if you're an instructor. And uh, yeah, get some cheap props the way we made it. And you can start out very, very cheap with just some of those yoga blocks you know six eight bucks and you can make some uh, really worthwhile moon packing props with that or you can get fancy and make the other ones but they work awesome I yeah. mean, you guys have used them countless times oh yeah like yeah. lots and lots and lots yeah 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 like you said cheapest chips mm-hmm. really cheap um just to grab a yoga block yeah you know it's funny uh so on my other job i'm on a there's a group where people are messaging and um now th- this stop the bleed is being distributed through our whole agency yeah it's awesome uh, guys out in uh in like the big cities are uh, they don't know where it came from <laughs> so i was on this messenger group and next thing one of the guys is like this uh the stop the bleed stuff is like the best thing we've done in years <laughs> and so i was like yeah it's great wonder like whoever brought it in was awesome <laughs> i was just laughing <laughs> I was, I, I, you know i'm like yeah no, it's good it's good it's good it's good <laughs> It's pretty much the one thing Stay that has been done since the yeah. First World War. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's like tourniquets are this new thing, but it's yeah. been yeah. really around forever. Yeah, what's old is new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
Uh, yeah, if you want to check that out, you can obviously head over to our YouTube page, Facebook page as well. We have the videos on both of those locations. Easier to view on the YouTube page, um, but uh, you can view Scott and Todd going through the actual, uh, the, the talk points, right, of everything that they do mm-hmm. to help you if you are looking to get into it being as a trainer. Um, some really good points on how to deliver that content as well as then some actual um, live inoculation scenario pieces which can really help you broadcast how to actually go through the process of teaching people in a way that is a little bit more interactive and memorable. So uh, take a look at those if you are looking to do it. Let me, uh, there's some good content there. Uh, Tanner. Hi, Tanner Olsen Band, uh, country music out of uh, the coast uh, near Vancouver. Uh, they are on Spotify and doing some live shows. Hopefully they'll do a live show for us next year. Boom. If it's open. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Everything opens. Um, fingers crossed. You know, on a side note, we were having a we were having a chit chat before the podcast about um, we probably should mention about heart heart attacks. Oh, yeah. About uh, you know about the importance of understanding your the symptoms of uh, thing. And Todd will probably talk about this a little bit more in the next few seconds here. But I will. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was bringing up the fact that. Uh, Relative of Tanner's, <laughs> he was, uh, you know, and I'm laughing because he, he's he's alive now. But I mean, he, he was having these symptoms, and he thought, oh, I just haven't exercised in a while, so he went for a 5k bike ride. <laughs> Not recommended. <laughs> and then he got back. He's like, oh, I really don't feel good. Ended <laughs> up getting like an open heart surgery. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So I mean, we were talking about different symptoms, and yeah, the biggest thing is uh, every everybody presents so differently. Um, with any sort of chest pain or, or major myocardial infarction, heart attacks. Um, and yeah, men and women present differently as well. And we're just chatting that uh, recently, actually, there's quite a few people that we know that have right. suffered some uh, some heart attacks. Um, and everybody's kind of downplays it, but it's one of those things that you just got to be careful. Yeah, yeah. Don't go for a 10K run. <laughs> don't, don't try and cook your heart. <laughs> but, I'll just uh, pop that rid of there. <laughs> yeah, anybody... Pull that clot right out. <laughs> yeah, anybody in the industry uh, that deals with this stuff understands that um, every case presents differently and you got to treat it as, as real, so... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and being in the profession that we're in, seeing as it's the one thing that seems to take out most of us, Yeah, just be extra, extra yeah. vigilant. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, learn uh, learn the signs and symptoms of it in your department and carry defibrillators on your trucks. That is Absolutely. big. Yeah. Uh, then we have us, I guess. <clears throat> so uh, we are on all of the social medias, as everyone very well knows. Um, if you have a minute, please give us a vote, comment, anything on the... Uh, I think it's a rating, actually. Sorry, not a vote. A rating on the uh, app that you listen to us on. Greatly appreciate it. Again, helps us bump up those ratings a little bit more. Get up those uh, kind of the um, the actual rankings to be able to get us to more people. So if you enjoy listening to us <clears throat> and we provide you some value, then uh, please do that for us. It would be greatly appreciated. If, uh, if also you have a minute <clears throat> and you could head over to our YouTube page, uh, subscribe there. All of our video content is there. We do, again, have more planned and they will be coming soon. Um, but uh, there's a whole bunch of good content there that we already have, including some things on hose handling, obviously all the stop the bleed things, mm-hmm. some videos on the, uh, the hydrant wrench, the snagger tool is on the way, yep. but uh, we also have the shove knife, things like that, right? Some some good good quality content. How to wrap a Cleveland roll and deploying Cleveland rolls, that yeah, kind of stuff. Uh, 
pepper spray. Yeah, pepper yeah. spray and Scott masks. masks. Pepper spray, yeah. um, tourniquet applications, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, check us out over there. And uh, yeah, if uh, if you want to join the fire family, head over to <coughs> our Facebook page. Girls and uh, yeah, it's, it, I've been talking too much. Um, head over to our Facebook page and uh, join us over there on the with the fire fire family there too. Yeah, like life. Mm-hmm. Talk too much in life. Talk too yeah. much in life. Like general. General. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine if I stay quiet. And so is everyone else. We all are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before someone else got that in there. Um, and then uh, I just want to say one more thing before we do go. Uh, there is a gentleman, Hirsch Wilson. Um, Hirsch was kind enough to send us. a badass us. name. It is Hirsch. a badass yeah. name. He's Even been in Marshall the service for... Marshall should start for... our own podcast. <laughs> yeah, right? Hirsch and Marshall. Hirsch and Marshall. There you go. Um, he Marshall. is the author of Firefighter Zen. Um, it's a, it, I've started it now. I'm about quarter of the way through halfway through and uh, it's great I'm really enjoying it I'm really enjoying it there's there's a few pictures oh there is yeah yeah. there was no paint by paint by letters though that's kind of disappointing Mm -hmm. Um, but no there's some really good content in there Um, you know some really nice pieces at the beginning especially that talk more about the mindset of firefighters and how we kind of see life and time and how when you see the things that we see it definitely changes perspective for us Mm -hmm. and how we need to understand that for us, that, that mindset is different. You know, it's that kind of, you, you get off a real mean call and then you see all the craziness going on in the world and you just want to shake people and tell them just to just go home, spend time with their family, enjoy yourselves because you sure. never know when it's all going to come to an end. He puts it really, really well. Um, and then he gets into other things too. But there's some really good messages in there, some really good content, some really good stuff for people. If you're looking to look for things that are going to help you kind of think differently and cope with certain things, definitely a good read. So uh, I will be passing it around the rest of the boys as soon as I've finished it up. Mm-hmm. And we awesome. actually are going to have Hirsch on for a conversation as well. So awesome. um, yeah, and when we posted out today, we had uh, another gentleman, one of our longtime listeners, reach out to us um, and send a very good detailed list of, of I think around eight different books um, mm-hmm. with all of his comments and things on them as well um, which I'm going to post up to because it was really well written really well put together and I think can help provide value for Absolutely. the rest of the fire fund we have to do a Jocko Jocko book review there you go there you go yeah I don't know if I can do that well it, ain't, it definitely ain't my cup of tea that's for sure <laughs> read every chapter yeah talk like this <laughs> <laughs> intensity black and white cameras we can do this um yeah, so I could be echo, just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say a word until the very end. I couldn't agree more. Man. <laughs> um, yeah, so again, thank you to Hirsch. You can pick his book up on Amazon and obviously all of the other bookstores as well. So, where's that? Is that amazing? Amazon. Amazing. Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon's amazing. Like I said. Like, I'm slowly teaching Ash how to talk English. I'll get to the rest of you. I'm going to get one more on board first, and then we'll work on it, right? In proper time. Exactly. In proper time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's doing it already. <laughs> any more for any more, boys? You still say tuppence? Is that still a word? Tuppence. You, tuppence, is that still a thing you guys say? Oh, I mean, it's still a word. I don't think they just got rid of it, but yeah. uh, it's not a currency anymore, if that's what you mean. Oh, it's actually a currency. It was. Oh, yeah. oh wow. The only reason why my, my kid was in uh, Mary Poppins. <laughs> and they were singing this song about tuppence. I'm like, what the hell's a tuppence? Like, Tupperware? Tupper <laughs> <laughs> Tupper I assumed it was money of some sort. But it like, is. Ah, freaking there was. It would have been. So it's not a thing anymore. Time. No. Yeah. Back in Mary Poppins' days. Yeah. Time? Huh? Did you say a time ago. A time, oh, time ago. ago. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Tuppence. Back in the back in How the much day. was it? I don't know. Huh. I think it was about a tuppence. Was it a quid? 
<laughs> I think it was a quid. A quid's a buck, right? A quid's a pound. Like our version of a buck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it would be a. Yeah. What podcast is this again? <laughs> <laughs> the Currency Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Back in Time with the Currency Podcast. Talking tuppence and trappings. <laughs> and on that note, Todd. Uh, actually, yeah, I want to st- throw a shout out to you guys. Mm. Um, was it a week ago or two weeks ago? Two. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So two weeks ago, uh, I got a call from um, some of my crew members um, saying that they need some assistance. Uh, they helped this lady to the hospital and they needed some assistance with her scooter. So her scooter was left uh, in town where they picked her up. And they really wanted to get either to the hospital or to her residence, mm-hmm. uh, which is part of public service. It's a very important part of our job. And as firefighters, that's what we do. It's We're all about serving the public and doing the right thing, helping out where we can. So I made a uh, couple phone calls to you guys and to the duty officer. And yep. uh, yeah, it was perfect timing. You guys were available and at the hall. And, and, and we were setting up for a Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were able to scoot on over. We called dispatch, <laughs> made a ticket. <laughs> so you did that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, picked up her scooter for us and... Took it back over to her residence. It was, it was actually good because we uh, we were having a, not a debate. We were, um, we we're going to let JP actually drive it to the mm-hmm. residence, but it was actually quite a distance away. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you just get, why don't we just lift it in the truck? Yeah. Well, <laughs> as that, funny as it'll be. That's, that's <laughs> what I mentioned to that to my crew member. I said, hey, you know what? Like, we've done it before. Like, when I was working at the coast and stuff, yeah, it wasn't too far away. Hop in it, mm-hmm. drive it over there to their place if you want to, and and uh, they're already at the hospital, so. Worked out well calling you guys, and just mm-hmm. so happened that Chief Bob was in his full dress uniform there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and pause, I, pause for a photo yeah, op. Yeah, it was great. He was ready and waiting. Perfect. Yeah, it's not the first time he's done that. We no, have, we have other pictures of him in a scooter. Same idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Driving it back to a residence. Yeah. yeah. But I wanted to express my thanks to uh, your fire department, and also the patient reached out to us and was extremely happy nice. and nice. fortunate that uh, you guys were able to help her out. So perfect. thank you once again. Absolutely. So, yeah. That is it. That is it. Cool. Scott? Any more for any more? No. <laughs> Can I? No? Scott wanted to drive the scooter. <laughs> he did want to drive the scooter. Ash? Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, you know. Are we good? Thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And thanks for all your support. We are back on the every week episodes. Now I am feeling better. So look forward to what is coming. Uh, yeah, stay safe. Stay DTFF.